Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Max Haas and Tim Dow from the team at Aussie NRG. We discuss what drives the team at Aussie Energy, delve into what you are being charged for in your energy bill, how Aussie Energy can help save on these costs, and what options exist for businesses to reduce their overall amount of energy consumed on site. We also discuss renewable energy and other trends that the team are seeing in the energy market and cover the best way to get the ball rolling with the company. Welcome everyone, my name is Raghu from Eden Exchange and I'm joined by Ellen Rogers on the team today. Hello everyone. Today we're joined by Max Haas and Tin Dow, the CEO and General Manager of Aussie NRG. Thanks a lot for joining us today guys. Firstly, tell us what's your professional background and experience before founding Aussie NRG? Uh, well, I've been in the energy market uh, in Europe first uh, and now in Australia for over 12 years now. Prior to Aussie Energy, uh, I was a uh, consultant for a large organization overseeing all the energy uh, needs and mitigating, targeting the, the reduction of costs. So what does Aussie Energy do? Uh, what is the vision of the company? Well, Aussie Energy uh, focuses on three main points. The number one is how to reduce the price of the kilowatt hour used on site. By reviewing each line of cost, um, most consultants and brokers only look at the prices of peak, off-peak and shoulders when the case may be, which only represent roughly about 40 to 50% of the bill. The other um, component of a bill, which are the renewable charges, metering, tariffs, can actually be reviewed and uh, bargained. That's the number one. Number two, we look at how to reduce the quantity of energy used on site by looking at the amount of energy wasted, the type of engine and motors, type of cool room, fridges, and also temperature control, green TVs used on site, and also we are looking to have an impact on site behavior modification. And the third point, uh, we, we look at uh, uh, ensuring that the strategy that we have put in place in number one, reducing the prices, and number two, reducing the quantity, is updated on a daily basis and followed up with our clients just to make sure that the strategy we put in place is insured and have the best uh, chance scenario to continue. Fantastic. So there's a, it's quite a, a detailed form and approach in terms of so the clients can get a lot of cost savings as well as efficiencies out of this process it's mainly about cost saving absolutely yeah, sure. every every single dollar saved is a dollar profit sure and that's that can be for small to very large businesses absolutely absolutely yeah, sure. energy uh, when we looked after those large corporations i understood a gap in the market uh, where uh, small businesses or even medium-sized businesses were confronted to the fact they could not afford the knowledge uh, and would, could not benefit from the reduction of, uh, of costs. Yeah. And this is why I created Aussie Energy. So what, what do you think the key things are that, that separate Aussie Energy from any other energy consultants or providers in the market? It's uh, mainly about how we operate. This is mainly what set us apart. The whole team of Aussie Energy uh, focused uh, on putting the needs of our clients first. Uh, this is something uh, we do uh, uh, on a daily basis. How we operate with each client is different as uh, uh, our service uh, is tailored to what their needs are. 
So some uh, clients uh, only need to actually have an approach on their prices. They always look at actually having a global uh, approach towards their need. And this is how we actually uh, take a lot of time to focus. We put in place strategies that is actually follow and updated as sites evolve. Our aim is to actually have a holistic approach to the businesses, and we are an integrated part of the of the businesses. So we know a lot about the businesses, a lot about uh, how the business operates, and their weakness in energy costs. And that's what I mean by weakness, and how we can improve this. The energy space is becoming very crowded, and just like the solar, I, I have extensive experience in the solar field, and I've seen the evolution and how bad it's become when you've got so many operators and a lot of them are quite bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they're uh, overnight flybyers, they want to even do the things and disappear. Whereas our approach is very long-term. Our relationship with our clients is three, four years, continuous ongoing because that's how we view our business model. We like to get to know our clients, understand their needs because everyone's different. And one of the things we want to do is we want to be there for our clients as they will go to their accountant for finance advice, they go to their lawyer for legal advice, they come to us for energy advice and management. And that's, that's where the gap Max notice. Uh, a lot of people, because of the complexity, as Max said, with the energy market, a lot of people don't understand. They just see their bill, they just pay. And they don't know that there's all these things that can be done. So what Aussie Energy does is, okay, we know there's this issue here. How can we make it better? Okay, let's reduce how much you're paying for the kilowatt. But hey, let's go a step further and say, well, what can we do to help reduce your quantity? So all of that reduced to the bottom line, which is money back into their pocket or make the business more profitable. And then, as Max has said, it's no point just doing all this. There's always a follow-through process as well. So how's things going? Let's just see where it's tracking. All right, so what is the company's primary focus? Is it large corporations, small businesses, or domestic homes? The company's prime focus range from small businesses to large uh, corporations. We are a B2B mainly focused company. We do have a bit of business to business. We do have a consumer offer, but it is only related to employees' benefits. So it is related to our clients' businesses' employee as a benefits. So Aussie Energy operates in partnership with a range of associations. What does this mean and why is this important to your business model? The partnership with the association allows Aussie Energy to provide a consistent high level of service to their members. Having witnessed firsthand the impact on the power price increases, some association members have seen the energy prices being the fourth to the fifth highest cost to now the first or second. It is in some cases uh, more expensive to run their businesses than to actually to pay the employees. Due to the complexity of the of the energy market, we assess the association through uh, an integrated services. Uh, some association uses uh, Aussie Energy as a team within the association to help mitigate all the uh, different increases in cost that their members are suffering. We also look at uh, the renegotiation of the contractual agreement, even so the contract might still have a, a few months or years to come. But also we look at um, uh, mitigating uh, disputes, termination, early termination fees, and also we look even at payment plans. There will be plenty of people listening to this who they're obviously going to be taken by the idea of paying less on their energy bill. It's a broad question, but how much can the average person save? Well, we looked at saving anything between 9%, 10% to 35%. Wow. 
And with some, we have some cases where, of course, uh, the more the more energy you use, or the the highest is your energy cost, the highest is the saving, the potential. Yet, an average of uh, ten to twenty percent can actually be uh, usually um, realized. And that can be a huge number. It can be a 20, gargantuan. That's a gargantuan number. The, the cost for a business. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that can even make or break a business. Definitely, we've yeah. had some cases scenario with association, and I'm not here to disclose who they are, but who actually had to see some of their members close their door following the increases in in their in their energy bills. We've seen the, the nightmare of 2017 showing uh, an increase of uh, 60% in some cases, 80% in some others, forcing uh, established 20 years old established business having to f- uh, close the door and seeing a few dozens of employees uh, out of work. So what are the next key milestones for the business and where do you see your business in three months as well as say a year from now? Uh, the key milestone is to have as many businesses aware of their usage by having them subscribe to our alert system. We own a pattern that alerts sites of their quality of energy consume on an everyday uh, knowledge. This alert updates our clients about the type of energy used on site and the frequency of... Um, um... I think what you say is that... Um the milestone in the next three months is we like to actually educate a lot of our clients out there about the importance of actually their usage and we've developed a patented in-house software or alert system that actually allows our clients to know the quality of their power, so how much they're losing and also the quantity. Uh, it's like a diagnostic tool that allows mm. them to say, hey, there's a problem, what can we do about it? And what we like to see is the education of a lot of our clients to understand the roadmap of their power usage. Uh, a lot of people don't understand, you know, why my bill is so expensive. Mm-hmm. But when we go in, into the deeper side of it, look at all the data, we can establish very quickly where the spikes in power is happening. And once we understand the problem, we can then actually look at how can we remedy the problem. So where are you seeing the greatest demand? Are you finding it in business sectors or are you finding it statewide, like areas in Australia? The, the greatest demand uh, at the moment, it is statewide. Our national grid connects Queensland all the way to uh, South Australia, uh, um, including ACT and Tasmania, of course, Victoria and, and New South Wales. Um, the greatest demand is actually the evolution of the network. The network are the lines which, are, which constitute the, um, the grid of Australia. Those network by the increases of renewable solutions, wind, solar farms and other, have to be upgraded. Uh, on top of that, uh, to uh, different uh, government regulation, we are about to close more coal power stations, which definitely will have an, a negative impact on, on pricing. Um, it is all about actually understanding the, the typology of usage and the, what can actually be presented as a solution. This is where the monitoring uh, tools uh, is extremely important. Uh, the greatest demand and the greatest challenge will be to make sure that uh, businesses are aware of what they can look at and the impact that they can actually do on uh, their behavior, how to modify their behavior, what to do, mainly how to reduce the impact. Look, you've obviously been a lot of research and resources been put into building of the service. So what have been some of the key achievements to date? Uh, for the company, and what are some future challenges you're, you're, you're forecasting to get to where you need to be? 
There has been a lot of uh, key achievement. The latest one is our involvement with uh, the COSOBA. COSOBA is the Commission for Small Businesses that um, uh, organize cases and present that to different uh, parts of, of our government, both state and federal. Mm-hmm. We've seen a, a genuine interest on any type of uh, government we actually talk to concerning the negative impact and uh, how dramatic it actually can be on, in businesses. This doesn't seem like it's going to reduce, and the reason be because our grid is changing dramatically following the different type of uh, sources of energy, different type of energy. So the market you're in is very you know, unique, and you're, you're obviously experts in it. So what's the main thing that's driving you to do your work? What's driving you, and what's motivating you to do your job? Uh, um, actually, what motivates all of us uh, within the Aussie group uh, is uh, working out a solution for our clients. Mm. All our clients are different. They all have a um, typology of usage or needs, which are totally different. And they each encounter different problems. All of their problems are very typical to their type of businesses. And it's not because we're talking about a a, a supermarket or a coffee shop or a private hospital that the typology um, is any different. The aim uh, and where we take a lot of pride in doing, doing this is actually working out where can we find a solution and how to actually better the result on this. I actually see the passion in what, yeah. what Max does and, and the fact that everyone at the Aussie group shares a very similar passion. My specialty is in actually product deployment and analysis. What I get great satisfaction is when the proof is in the pudding. And so the advice we give our clients and we go back and we say, wow, thank you very much. You know, you're spot on. We've saved this much. And that's actually a very good uh, indication of how successful we are when it comes to a client. A lot of the people listening to this are somewhere in between that journey of running the business. Be a small company, a large company, so many haven't even thought about this before. Absolutely. And so we do encourage you, anyone interested, you'll, you'll have a contact us box near this podcast, so please put your details down and one of the team will be in touch with the ASAP to try and get that journey going about getting that cost-saving solution in place. Look, apart from that, where do you see the, any key trends you're seeing in the market now that people should be really watching out for in terms of energy usage? Yes, the, the trend of the market, things like the, the prices are dropping at the moment. Um, government bodies like the AMO, the Australian Energy Regulators, uh, has shown a graph of prices dropping in the next quarters. Nevertheless, in, in 2021, we will be seeing the same issue that we have seen with Hazelwood, which was the, the catalyst that actually generated this increase. We will see something that happened very similarly in New South Wales. So it is dropping. Most importantly, the impact of all the new renewable energy that it is wind, solar, thermal, are forcing our grid to evolve. The estimated increase is roughly about $20 billion which will be obviously spread throughout the whole network and will impact both businesses and consumers. Because we all know energy markets are dictated by political climate, international commitments, emerging of new technologies. And we constantly review all of these challenges to make sure that the strategy evolves to meet those demands. And that, of course, requires constant Constant. vigilance of what's going on in the market. That's correct. How different trends are going on. what, what are some trends can you foresee that people need to be aware of? Well, I, th- I think the important thing for people is political. Yeah. Um, we have a federal election coming up, and depending who comes into power, that will have a huge impact on the policies. So, for example, one group is more, I guess, environmental conscious. They want to 
increase the um, you know, CO2 targets and what have you. And it's, we have to look very closely to what kind of strategies they put in place. Renewables is a fantastic thing. However, we have to look at the impact of that as well. People say, you know, battery is the next revolution, but the reality is battery is will help a lot, but then there's the, the environmental impact of batteries. Lithium ions are extremely toxic, no one talks about that. Mm. And that will be a huge problem in the next you know, decade moving forward. Considering that WA is also building a lithium mine at the moment, is getting Chinese contracts. That's right. That, that's correct. So, so, I mean, we I think it's important to look at the long-term impact uh, as the short term as well. You know, there's low-hanging fruits that can be quickly achieved with very cost-effective to people. But then we have to look at the long-term impacts. You know, how does it impact me or my family now? But what about the generations ahead of us? And I think that's something a lot of people do not think about. And people often don't think about this either until they go, wow, why is my bill like this? Mm. Yes. Or, or there are that certain portion who are thinking well ahead. How do you connect with those people? Uh, because and how quickly can they start using the offering you have in place? Well, it, like what we look at is this: how can we help achieve the low-hanging fruit, now? the the quick targets? But then we have to look at the long-term targets. Because, for example, a lot of businesses, their family-oriented business, are there for the long term. We've worked with companies where it's like third generation. Yeah. But there's also companies or people, operators, who are looking at short-term. So they might want to sell their business in three or four years. Yeah. And that's extremely important that we understand this because it will affect the contract types that's available to them. What we do is we, you know, we look at what's happening now, but very importantly, where you plan to take your business. Mm -hmm. That in itself will shape the strategies that we will recommend and put into place. If, if it's a long-term, so... For example, the list is 10 years plus, the business operator is looking at it 10 years plus. Then we look at, for, for example, deployment of, okay, reducing the kilowatt hour, but then how about we helping substitute the company, the usage of the kilowatt by solar and whether the impact of solar will help. We all know a quality solar system has a return investment roughly about four years, 4.5 years, depending how much they pay, what product they use, and where they're situated in Australia. And so what would happen is that if the lease is under three years, or we know the client is paying to sell. Solar may not be the option we would recommend. So it's all tailored. It's not a one solution fit all because everyone is different. They operate differently, and their business needs is different. But to answer your question, it's individual by individual cases. And it always starts with how much do they kilowatt hour costs. Mm -hmm. yeah. So that's the first of all basis. Uh, is how much do, do your kilowatt, what is the impact of the price of the kilowatt hour, what is the bottom line of this one, and how can we actually reduce that price at the same time, what are the different solutions. You mentioned during the, the evolution of the market, what we have noticed is the exponential deployment of solar panels in the business industry, and has some good and bad at the same time. Uh, good in the, yes, it does work, uh, solar panels are very efficient. Uh, bad is there's a lot of different actors, uh, a lot of them actually uh, are there for just a one shot and the variation can be from simple to double. We've seen some quotation going from $10,000 to $30,000, from $50,000 to $150,000 for the same sites. A lot of businesses get lost about it. Most importantly, uh, the way to look at solar uh, or wind or thermal is totally different as a business than it is as a consumer. 
as a consumer, you do want to fit in. You do want to actually have an excess of production of energy so you can actually fit in into the network. As a business, you do not want to. As a business, you want to reduce the impact that you have on the drain of energy that you have. Majority of business will never be independent uh, through solars, and it should not be independent. Uh, and the reason is you, when the feed-in possibility of uh, earning dollar per kilowatt hour on every system feeding back into the grid, the best case scenario might be anything between 11 and 14 cents, when you, you, the average price of the kilowatt is anything between 20 to 30 cents. Yeah. So as far as the business is concerned, it just doesn't make sense. It does make sense to actually put uh, solar, yes, wind, yes, uh, thermal, absolutely. But you've got to actually look at exactly the correct impact, most importantly, the prices. Like the energy, we do not provide for our own uh, kilowatt hour, or we do not provide our own uh, uh, solar wind thermal solution. We go to market and we get suppliers to actually bid for the businesses. Yeah. This is the core of our business module. I think the most important important factor of our group, of our company, is the fact that we own a few intellectual property and a few patents, uh, which we didn't uh, mention uh, a bit earlier. The um, uh, patents are based on energy consumption. So we get transferred to our servers every single day the usage of the meters of our clients. We work out and we can actually predict and won't decide if there is any variation in the quantity of usage, but also the quantity of wastage. A lot of sites waste an average anything between 10 to 25% of their energy, which means every time they draw 100, and of course they are getting billed for it, they are only using 80 of it. And this needs a lot of attention. So it's about actually the prices, about the quantity, and how to actually mitigate uh, those impacts. And that requires the expertise and the nuance to That's actually do this and the technology. To That's do great. This. Well, yeah. and you, you touched on before, is where do we see things are heading? Yeah. I think there's a big focus on the costs of, you know, everyone's paying so much in electricity. And then now the people saying, well, you know, they're sold, there's a way to reduce the sites dependent on the grid. But I think the next step is actually the intelligence of monitoring rules and management of energy. So people will start to want to know well, how, how much my site is using, where is it moving the most? So that's why the interval data analysis is important to tell us, you know, why is your peaking at two o'clock in the morning? That's that's the kind of things that a lot of businesses need to know because for us I and mean, what we've seen is that if a site that has machinery and equipment is peaking when it should not, it's a telltale sign this is an intermediate uh, machinery or equipment failure going mm -hmm. to happen. Because when, when the machine is actually not operating properly, it draws more current, it gets hotter, and it works harder. Um, and we've seen it in a couple of cases. So if we see a spike at 2 o'clock in the morning and we know the operation shouldn't be there, when we said, you know, uh, not, we knock on our clients, I say, we have noticed this, um, can you please advise us, have anything changed? And they say no, and that's a big concern. So yeah. then we say, we've noticed this, can you please make sure that you get your maintenance team to check it out? Uh, and, and it's all about prevention. And... Diagnostics and prevention is always better than a cure. Thanks a lot, Max and Tin, for joining us today. Look, we really do encourage anyone interested in having their energy costs looked at to get the ball rolling with Aussie NRG and get that initial analysis done. Look, there'll be an inquiry button below this podcast for you to pop your details down, and a member of the team will be in touch with you shortly to get the ball rolling. Look, apart from that, it was great having you on. Hope to hear from you again soon about how the Aussie Energy is travelling in 2019. Thanks a lot, guys.
Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Max Haas and Tin Dow, the CEO and General Manager from Aussie Energy. For more information on Aussie Energy or for other episodes of Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbuyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches on Android devices. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram for recent information on the buying, selling and investing world. Thank you.